The Ron Paul Institute for Peace and Prosperity welcomes you to Five Minutes, Five Issues. Starting in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, I am Adam Dick, a Ron Paul Institute Senior Fellow. Let's start. Issue one. The suggestion that the United States government just wanted to access information connected to one secured cell phone of one mass killer in San Bernardino, California, never rang true. The goal has always been much bigger. Soon after, the Federal Bureau of Investigation announced it had accessed the information on a San Bernardino iPhone, the FBI sent a letter to police departments across America saying, We are in this together and promising to aid them in accessing information on electronic devices. What starts as a trickle threatens to become a flood. Expect the U.S. government to routinely aid in the overcoming of electronic devices' privacy protections in penny-ante and victimless crime investigations from Podunk to New York City. Issue 2 with police militarization, we have seen war methods and machinery used by U.S., state, and local police across America. But sometimes, the process works in reverse. Extreme actions employed in the criminal justice system against Americans can be used to justify similar actions against foreigners. Jeffrey Kay reported Wednesday at Muckrock regarding U.S. government documents he obtained via a Freedom of Information Act request. The documents include U.S. Department of Defense talking points supporting subjecting people designated as unlawful enemy combatants to conditions including weeks on end of solitary confinement. The talking points document refers to the extensive use of solitary confinement in American prisons and the practice's subjection to numerous legal reviews in an effort to justify such treatment of detained foreigners as well. Issue 3. In January, Ron Paul Institute Executive Director Daniel McAdams wrote about former U.S. Ambassador to Syria Robert Ford. McAdams stated that Ford not only was a chief architect of regime change in Syria, but actively worked with rebels to aid their overthrow of the Syrian government. McAdams also addressed how Ford has admitted that most of the moderates he backed were fighting alongside ISIS and al-Qaeda. In short, Ford helped create the disastrous situation from which refugees are escaping and helped advance groups responsible for terrorist actions in Syria and beyond. Earlier this year, Ford participated in an Intelligence Squared debate. In the debate, Ford argued in support of the proposition that the U.S. should let in 100,000 Syrian refugees. One of Ford's arguments for bringing 100,000 Syrian refugees into America is that, he says, rejecting the refugees will help ISIS's recruitment. No matter your position on allowing refugees into America, it may be best to look elsewhere for advice on what U.S. policies will help deter ISIS. Issue 4 The Senator Bernie Sanders' run of state victories in the Democratic presidential nomination contest, which I discussed in Episode 4 of 5 Minutes, 5 Issues, has continued with wins in Wisconsin and Wyoming. But the pundits won't stop saying Sanders cannot overtake former Senator Hillary Clinton because of Clinton's support from superdelegates. Samantha Bee, on her news comedy show Full Frontal, said in response, If Bernie gets more votes than Hillary, 
Her superdelegates will drop her faster than she drops her fake southern accent the second she leaves South Carolina. B points to how superdelegates jumped from supporting Clinton to supporting future President Barack Obama, as Obama won states in the 2008 contest. This comparison, though, may present things a little too simply. First, key people may see Sanders as a greater threat than Obama. Second, if superdelegate votes make the difference, expect attempts to attach strings to shifting votes. Issue 5 U.S. House of Representatives Speaker Paul Ryan made news this week with his declaration that he would neither seek nor accept the presidential nomination at the Republican National Convention this summer. Just keep in mind that Ryan used definitive language last year to reject the possibility of him becoming House Speaker. That's a wrap. A transcript of this episode, including links to related information, is at the Ron Paul Institute blog.